Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, everybody. Thursday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show kicks off right now. Uh, Clay on vacation today, tomorrow, so it's going to be me, Buck, hanging out with all of you. Shalom for the next couple of days. They'll be back on Monday. I have told him he is under orders to get the first uh, professional massage of his life. We will see if he goes for it. He's at a very nice bed and breakfast and spa situation. A lot of news going on right now. A lot of things happening. Um, we have Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida has spoken out on the migrant flights that have landed in Sacramento, California. Gavin Newsom, if you remember, was saying this might be kidnapping, which is completely idiotic. But then again, Gavin Newsom said it. So none of this is surprising. FBI Director Ray has caved to the House Oversight Committee request to see the document that has to do with the allegation of a $5 million bribe scheme to Joe Biden when he was vice president. Uh, we had Congresswoman Anna Polina Luna on yesterday on this very issue. And today the news is Ray has said, fine, fine, you get to see the informant report from within the uh, FBI, someone who was, we're told, very credible based on on what has been uh, released in the past, what his FBI interactions have been. We'll discuss some of that. You've got, oh boy, um, some back and forth over whether Trump is imminently going to be charged. Um, I can tell you that there were stories up yesterday that had claimed even that Mark Meadows was working, this is from The Independent, which is a U.K. publication, that Mark Meadows had flipped. The Meadows camp has said that is not true at all. So so there's conflicting reporting about this is what I'm getting at with all of you, whether or not there will be a prosecution of Trump imminently, meaning in the next few days. This would be a federal prosecution, different from what we've seen in New York City. Um, Trump has been told there are many reports that he has been told 
that he is a target of the investigation that Jack Smith is running as a special counsel. Another special counsel against Trump. We're going to have to talk about this. It's not the first one. Right? There's a there's a special counsel while he's president. Now there's a special counsel looking at January 6th and the documents that covers uh, Trump partially when he was president and now while running for president. Uh, this is so damaging, but will for the republic, I, I think the obvious political bias here of the targeting is apparent for all to see. We'll talk about that as well. And uh, to start us off today, I, I wanted to, because we had a number of calls yesterday, some we were able to get to, others just coming in, um, with a lot of people sharing their views on Mike Pence generally, and more specifically, Pence running for uh, president right now. There is some polling out, some early polling for Iowa. Now, it's just Iowa that I'm looking at here. And I know it's super early. And, you know, you can take this for what it's worth. There was a Wall Street Journal uh, Call Rove editorial. I, know, I read everything, so I read these things. Um, there was a Wall Street Journal Call Rove editorial looking at how... In the past, these numbers that we're looking at here today with other candidates have changed dramatically. Essentially, somebody could be at 5% today and all of a sudden rock it up and even win or come close to winning in Iowa. You look at the numbers for Ted Cruz very early on, and then he went on to win Iowa. You look at the numbers for um, a, a whole range of, of different candidates, and they improved dramatically over a pretty short period of time. So here's where we are today. Here's the uh, the numbers as we can uh, we can see them. Uh, Trump is at 39 percent for Iowa. DeSantis is at 29 percent. Now the the news story that there was getting was getting some attention here is that the shift is just in this poll. Uh, the shift is. Uh, down nine for Trump, up five for DeSantis in one state, in the Iowa caucuses. That's it. Uh, but Senator Scott is at 7%. Haley is at 6%. Pence is at 4 And Ramaswamy is at 4 I got to say, Vivek probably has got to think very well of being tied with the former vice president of the United States in the polls right now. And the head-to-head, -head, uh, the head-to-head -head polling has... Trump at 45 in Iowa, DeSantis at 43 in Iowa. Okay, I, that's just that's just a snapshot of perception many months before Iowa actually happens. Let's take a look at what Mike Pence is saying for a moment. I, I think yesterday there was certainly a willingness from many of the people writing in and calling in to say they respect Mike Pence. They like him. A lot of you like him. Do you think he's going to be president? No. Didn't really get that sense. I didn't. I didn't really hear from anybody. Now you disagree. Our lines are open eight hundred two eight two two eight eight two, and we are trying to reach out to Mike Pence. Uh, we're trying to get him to come on the show. So hopefully we'll get him in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we already have Nikki Haley coming on on Tuesday. I've told the team in response to many of your requests. Cause people have said, "Well, what do you think of RFK? I said, I, I've, I've got to talk to him myself. Let me talk to him. Let me ask him some questions. We're going to reach out to RFK Jr. again. Um, we're going to have, we'll have to have uh, Vivek back on in the weeks ahead. I and mean, we're going to get everybody in the mix here. You're going to get to hear from everyone. 
I I think we do have Chris Christie uh, coming on, or we should have Chris Christie coming on. I mean, even though if you saw what he's done so far, he is he's just going all in against Trump. That is what Chris Christie is doing. Now, does he get the numbers to get on that debate stage in terms of donations, in terms of the uh, popular support, the votes that he needs? We'll see. But he's a big enough name with big enough numbers. Am I going to have Asa Hutchinson on? Probably not. I mean, I, th- I think we, we do have to set some kind of a cap. I think, oh, we've, the team just told me we've reached out to Christie's team several times. No response. Which to me says, I mean, look, if you're not going to come on this show, and I don't know, has he, let me know, team, has he gone on Sean's radio show, for example, or Glenn's radio show? I mean, if you're not going to go on those shows, you're not really running for Republican. You're not really running as a Republican president. I mean, that's my opinion. But, you know, if you're not going to go on the biggest talk radio programs in the country uh, as a Republican, I don't think it's fair to say that you really. So maybe he's just running this uh, this this uh, mission to destroy Trump. And that's all it is. We'll see. But Pence, this was interesting. We had discussed here on the show. Because I think the January 6th um, opinion of these different candidates gives you some insight into how they view themselves, well, vis-a-vis Trump, certainly, but also how much do they really view, how much do they understand what we're up against here with the usage of the justice system as a weapon of politics? Uh, I thought this was... Um, a moment for Mike Pence, it's going to be very difficult for him. If he comes in the show, we're going to have to ask him about this. As you know, we asked Ron DeSantis about pardons on this show when he came on, if he were to be president. Uh, Trump has said that there will be pardons for January, for some January 6th defendants. Ron DeSantis has said he would certainly consider, very specific to the language, pardons for January 6th defendants. And if Trump were to be indicted and convicted, some ifs there, he would also consider it for him. Here is what Mike Pence said when he was asked. I think this was what, his CNN town hall, guys, is that right? His CNN town hall. We've got a couple of clips of him saying, uh, talking about the January 6th pardon issue. Play two. You know, on the day of January 6th, I uh, issued a tweet demanding that people leave the Capitol and end the violence. And I said that those that fail to do that should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. And I continue to believe that today. We cannot ever allow what happened on January 6th to happen again in the heart of our democracy. And I'll stand by the decisions and the due process of court in our laws. And uh, I have no interest or no intention of pardoning those that, that assaulted police officers or vandalized our capital. They need to be answerable to the law. Fullest extent of the law, Mr. Pence. Okay. Well, as somebody who has some familiarity with how criminal law can be applied in different circumstances from my time working on terrorism cases, there's what the law does to you if it decides to give you some grace and some mercy, and there's what the law can do to you if you are deemed well, in the case of a terrorist, obviously, an enemy of the state, all of a sudden everything becomes a 10-year mandatory federal minimum. What did we see on January 6th? Yes, there were some individuals, there were people who, who were violent against police. There were a lot of people in BLM riots who were violent against police. How many of them got 
eight years in federal prison. Just wondering, how many of them got decades? I mean, the, the longest sentence, I think, so far was for the uh, Oath Keeper head who got 18 years in federal prison. No, no violence, no weapons, all for conspiracy. Does that seem fair? I would want to ask former Vice President Pence. Does that seem fair to you? Okay, and then let's take it to a, an even more egregious miscarriage of justice. They held January 6th defendants in many cases in solitary confinement as though they were a risk to others, refused to give them pretrial release. These are first-time nonviolent offenders. Refused to give some of them pretrial release because judges in D.C. decided that they were a risk for a second insurrection. As if they were going to get out of prison. Their lives are ruined. Their jobs are gone. They're facing years and years in prison. They're branded terrorists by the regime, by the Biden White House, in some cases for doing nothing more than walking into a building with police talking to them and chatting with them friendly as they walked. And then they're going to try another insurrection? Really? Does anyone believe that? I don't think so. Well, does any reasonable, rational person believe that? I have to amend that. The answer is, of course, no. Um, Democrats have convinced themselves these people are all enemies of the state. Um, and you know what their ultimate crime was for those who were nonviolent? It's all a question of scale, right? It's all a question of equal justice under the law. Why is somebody who showed up and uh, and threw a punch on January 6th at a police officer, a a terrorist and a person that has to spend years and years in prison, but the hundreds, if not thousands, of BLM rioters in 2020 throughout that summer who threw bricks and rocks and punches and more at cops. Were any of them locked up for years based on that? No, if you remember, Kamala Harris was raising money to get them out of prison. The bail fund, remember that? So we all understand that the justice system is being weaponized against one side. This is not to excuse behavior. You can't hit cops. You can't destroy public property. We believe in rule of law. There should be punishment, but the punishment should be fair. It should be commensurate with the offenses, not escalated into acting like these are all members of Al-Qaeda or something. You know, Al-Qaeda in MAGA hats, which is what has effectively been done by the Biden DOJ. Pence was pushed further on this one, and he was asked again about whether he would pardon Trump. Here's what he says. Play three. If Donald Trump is convicted of a crime and you're elected president, would you pardon him? Well, I I don't want to speak about hypotheticals. I'm not sure I'm going to be elected president of the United States. (laughs) But I believe we have. A fighting chance. I really believe we do. And if you are, and I, and I, I would hope again, Dana, I, you're you're as uh, persistent as ever. <laughs> CNN is living up to its reputation. But look, there are real issues the American people are facing, and rather than talking about that, I want to talk about what the people here in Iowa are talking about, which is the failed policies of the Biden administration. Didn't really address the question, which I thought was. Not, I, I would, I would expect more from, uh, by, uh, former Vice President Pence. Obviously, if they try to lock Donald Trump up for the charges that have been discussed and that we are told they're imminent. And I, I'm just reporting on what is being reported to you on that. 
I know it's it's unsettling, it's upsetting, but I don't know anyone who doesn't believe that these charges are, are coming at this point, including the Trump camp. So why evade the question for Pence? We need somebody who knows what time it is in this country. We need somebody who understands what we are up against and the nature of the opposition. They are weaponizing the law. They are abusing their power. They are ruining people's lives. They are lying about it all, and they don't care. So we have to win. That's a big part of this, right? That's really step one, which is what this whole primary process is all about. We have to win, but we also have to have someone in place who knows what it is that the opposition is trying to do. They are not trying to be fair. They don't care. They like the double standards. Is Mike Pence the man for this moment? Is he a fighter? I'll leave that to you. You know, hundreds of thousands of Americans are experiencing everyday pain, but they found relief from a company that's been a big part of this show for a long time, Relief Factor. You know, Relief Factor were sponsors of Russia's program, too, and they're proud sponsors of this program now. And they've been, though, they've been so from day one. Look, I'm using their product. Here's why. Uh, I'm at the point where my shoulders hurt. My shoulders, because I try to do a little bit of, of strength training. I'm trying to get into better shape. And shoulders are the joint. I mean, it's so much going on in there with all these different muscles and tissues. It's so easy to get pain there. So what do I do? I take relief factor. I already feel the difference. It brings down that pain and inflammation. It's so helpful. Hundreds of thousands of people have already experienced living with less pain thanks to relief factor. This is a 100% drug-free product with just Four natural ingredients created by doctors. Relief Factor is backed and perfected by over 15 years of scientific research. It treats aches and pains, including elbow, hip, knee, back, neck, and shoulder pain. Join the more than 1 million people who have purchased the Quick Start Package from Relief Factor. Order the three-week Quick Start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Get the $19.95 three-week Quick Start developed for you. That's relieffactor.com or call 800, the number for relief. Try Relief Factor today and feel the difference. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. 
Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's going to be a short segment, but we have a lot coming up here in a second. So let me just tell you, we're going to, dive into some of the other candidates here in the Republican primary. I'm really curious what all of you think about Pence's role in this. Uh, I just found out that uh, he's going on Sean Hannity's show later today. So Mike Pence is running. Chris Christie, it seems, is just throwing insults at Trump because uh, he's not even to, he only goes on MSNBC. If you're only going to go on MSNBC, Christie, you're not running for president uh, of the GOP uh, as a Republican. Um, I, I want to get into all of that. And then also just the photos, the stuff that I'm seeing out of New York in the sky because of all the smoke. And now it's grounding some flights and it's spreading and like a smoke monster has, uh, enveloped the Northeastern United States. Bad stuff. Uh, 800-282-2882. What do you think about Pence Christie RFK Jr.? Lines are open on it. You know what my cell phone service provider is? Pure Talk. So if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, guess what? You're overpaying. Pure Talk can save your family over $900 a year. Right now, get their unlimited talk, unlimited text, and ultra-fast 5G data plan for just $20 a month. I quickly learned the service coverage is as dependable as any of those better-known companies. Pure Talk uses the most dependable 5G network in the country and provides you with superior service for far less money. I switched over. It took about 10 minutes or so for that kind of savings. Think about how much that is time well spent. Grab your phone now. Dial pound 250 from your phone and say the keywords Clay and Buck to get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 20 bucks a month. You're also supporting a veteran-owned company when you go with Pure Talk and employs 100% of their customer service team here in the U.S. Make the switch today. Pick up your phone, dial pound 250, and say Clay and Buck for unlimited text with plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. Lines are open, 800-282-2882. We're talking about the latest in the race for the GOP nomination here, which is that former Vice President Mike Pence is in the mix and i told you the polls he's tied with vivek he is behind both scott and haley but not by much and really the only two that are getting numbers numbers like numbers that show a big base of support are obviously still uh the far and away front runner donald trump and uh coming up in second place right now in the polls ron DeSantis. Uh, in Iowa, the race is tightening, but I know Iowa's quite a ways away. Um, every line got 
lit up the second I asked for calls on Pence. I wanted to hear from uh, some of you on this, and I'm just going to say this before we get to the calls. This is this is who from our team is calling in. All right, I'm. <laughs> this is who wants to weigh in on Pence. This is what we've got. So because we we don't have a lot of not getting from what the from what our folks in New York tell me a lot of pro Pence for president stuff, but I want to hear people out. So Linda in Florida, you're first up. What's going on, Linda? Thank you. Pre- uh, Mike Pence will never be the president of the United States. He will barely register. He will be a blip on the radar because he is not popular, not with the Christian conservatives as much as he thinks he is, but he comes across like a disingenuous salesman. And his stand on the January 6th captives, if you will, is going to make him immensely unpopular. The Linda, can I just ask, is, is it fair to say you will not be voting Mike Pence? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's very fair. Also, uh, full disclosure, I live in Florida, and I was standing right next to Governor DeSantis when he signed the six-week heartbeat bill. So obviously, I, uh, as much as I love Donald Trump and thought he was a phenomenal president, I think that this race is going to be solely between Trump and DeSantis. And I think DeSantis is going to come very, very close. And he's going to have this uh, constant creep towards the top. And it is going to be the battle royale. And Trump is making some errors, which, um, I mean, Trump is a bit bombastic, so we shouldn't be surprised. But rather than attacking Biden, he continually attacks DeSantis, and he's attacking DeSantis in the state that he lives in. That is not smart. Thanks so much for calling in, Linda. You know, I think that from the very beginning, we've said Donald Trump as the front runner, the former president, if I were advising him, which uh, I am, I am not. Um, you know, officially, at least his, some of his people listen to the show. And if I say anything they don't like, I hear from them. So I'm not really advising them, but they know what I'm saying. And maybe even Trump himself t- tunes in from time to time. Um, but if I were advising him, I would just say, if you're Donald Trump, you run to be the president, meaning you just run a campaign of how you're the only guy for this moment to beat Biden. And you're the only one who's been on that national stage. And, and that, that, that is the focus. I, I would limit the, Getting into it, you know, he's gotten into it with uh, Chris Christie. He shared the thing of Chris Christie at an all you could. It's a AI generated image of Chris Christie eating a lot of food, you know, at a buffet kind of a thing. I mean, that's I, I get it. I get it. That's Trump. I'm just saying, if you're asking for my advice, I'd be like, sir, you just, you know, Mr. President, you just focus on being president and and the vision and the agenda. That would be how I would I would position it. And obviously, if you're De, if you're DeSantis, you focus on. um you focus on what the vision for the country is, but based off of how great so far it has been in Florida. And I can say Florida is booming and people love this place and there's a real attachment to it. I mean, Florida reminds me right now a bit of a little bit of how uh, when I was working for for Glenn Beck, <clears throat> what was it, about a decade ago, Glenn decided to move to Dallas because if you were sick of in the you know earlier iteration of Blue State Madness, the the place where you could go for freedom, lower taxes, and uh, just a better quality of life from some of the blue enclaves was Texas. Now Texas is still that, but Florida has now also joined it along with uh, with Tennessee and a number of other states. Mike in Lafayette, Indiana, an, an Indianan who wants to weigh in on Pence, who was obviously governor of Indiana, and that's where he's from, I believe. What's going on, Mike? 
Hey, thanks for taking my call, Buck. Uh, that's a Hoosier, not an Indianan. But uh, in any case, uh, yes, I got to watch uh, Pence be our governor for four years. And I got to tell you, he wasn't all that hot of a governor. And he is pretty much politically dead to the uh, uh, grassroots conservatives here in Indiana. So you you think he's he's done? He's he's not even going to have this, uh, the the uh, support of the people in in his home state? Absolutely not. He couldn't win the primary here. Wow. Okay. All right, Mike. Thank you for calling in uh, and and for explaining the Hoosiers' point. Yes, the Hoosiers. I thought it was the basketball team. It is just the people from the state as well, which is good to know. Danny in North Carolina. I'm going to be in North Carolina this weekend. Danny, what's going on? Uh, I wanted to call about Mike Pence and make a quick statement maybe about Ron DeSantis. But Mike Pence, to me, um, after watching the CNN, uh, his town hall, he seems to be to be more, I would say, to Trump. He's just very disloyal. Um, Mike Pence, how would you say it? He had he had the opportunity to send the stuff um, votes back to the states, and he did not. I don't remember seeing the thing in Georgia where the ballots coming under the table ever being addressed, to my knowledge. But to say what he said also about Donald Trump, um, he's just disloyal. And DeSantis also as well. I think he made a comment that he would not run against Donald Trump, and now he is after Donald Trump helped him gain the governor back of Florida. It's just two disloyal people, and I think they're both establishment. And the establishment for them is just like they tried to trick Trump with getting Paul Ryan, Bill Barr, the rest of the Republicans putting them in. Um, they're just upset. Trump's upsetting their gravy train and the free money they're getting off the taxpayers. Who Who is a good example in your mind, Danny, of someone who is who is in the public eye in a, as, a, as a politician um, at a high level who has stayed loyal to Trump? Mm, that's. Wasn't ready for that question, but it's uh No, look, it's not I'm I'm not I wasn't Kerry trying to put Lake. you on the spot. It's Kerry just Kerry Lake. Kerry Lake was a good person for him. Um I thought Ron DeSantis would be. Um hmm. he's got support from uh several other ex governors. I wasn't ready for that one right off, but uh No, 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 that's that's fine. I'm just I I was thank look, Danny, thank you for calling in and, and sharing your opinion on it. I think it's interesting just because um the, the the charge of disloyalty from Trump has been made against a lot of people, and I'm I'm trying to think who that was part of the first administration uh, is who gets uh, kudos for for loyalty. <clears throat> we hear a lot about the disloyalty, so who would be the 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 loyal folks from within Trump's orbit of the first term? Um, Mike in. Barkhamstead, Connecticut. I just learned the name of a new town. I don't know if I said it right. What's going on, Mike? It's uh, Barkhamstead, and I apologize for being in liberal Connecticut. But <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I can I just tell you something? I'm going to tell you a little secret, just you and me and a few million sure. people listening. I love yeah. Connecticut. I think it's beautiful. I think the architecture is amazing. I just don't like the politics. <laughs> That's you know. I, I think it's a great state. I just wish we could fill it with Republicans. Go ahead. I agree with you so much. Okay, so... I think that Pence is another Liz Cheney and a John McCain. I don't think he has the back of the Republican Party. I put a lot of money into Donald Trump. I voted for him twice. I think he's one of the best presidents we ever had for what he did with the obstacles they put in his way. This time around, I will vote for Ron DeSantis, but if I have to vote for Trump because he's left standing, I will, but... 
I don't go for Pence. Pence don't. Pence doesn't support the. You know the Democrats will fall on a sword for another Democrat. Pence won't do that, and that's what we need. And I think DeSantis will. And I just can't vote for the guy. Thanks for calling in. Okay, so just we, we now now we've got, even got more lines lit up. I'm, I'm gonna just clear, I'm gonna clear them out for a second, and we're gonna we're gonna come back in and start talking a little bit about the. I know it's an obvious call, what I said yesterday, but it, it turned out to be very true, which is that there are forest fires in uh, Quebec, and there's there the smoke has blown toward New York and all over social media and at the very top, whether it's the Canadian government or Democrats in this country, it's all climate change talk all the time. You can't make this stuff up. It's climate change. Every every bad every bad natural environmental disaster or problem that exists the climate change cult will claim that it is the result of climate change i can prove this so easily to you hurricanes climate change tornadoes climate change uh smoke fires climate change tidal wave climate change whatever it's all climate change they never stop to think hold on a second all this stuff existed before it's still happening do you really think this this belief system you have that's proven wrong every 10 years? Anyway, um, but what I want to say about the phone lines is now I just want to know, because I, I really want to have the broadest voice and opinion um, possible here, broadest uh, n- number of voices about where we are in this primary. I did not, we didn't just take the anti-Pence calls. Pence just got... Uh, lambasted on the air here by all the callers. Is there anybody who wants to take the pro Pence decision or just wants to speak up in defense of Pence as, as a candidate? You know, I'm just putting that out there. If, if you call in, we'll take your call because I think we've heard we've got another five calls who are like Pence is wasting everybody's time. Okay. We, we get that. We get that. Thank you. Um, I just want to see if there's any alternative point of view. If we don't take one of those calls, it is because nobody has called in to make the pro, the pro Pence case. And I, you know, I can't, can't make him appear out of thin air. So 800-282-2882, we'll get to that as well. All right, switching gears. Few full-time jobs put you on the front line of defending the life of an unborn child. But that's what every team member at the pre-born network of clinics signs up for. They believe in helping pregnant mothers make the right decision to bring their unborn child into this world. One way they provide that assistance is uh, is by providing a free ultrasound experience, sometimes more than one, to a pregnant mother who is contemplated whether contemplating whether to give her baby life or to have an abortion. Every day, Preborn's network of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion by introducing moms to their beautiful unborn babies. Once she hears that heartbeat and sees the precious life growing inside of her, the majority of the time she will choose life. For just $28, you can sponsor a life-saving ultrasound. Make this tax-deductible gift to Preborn, a nonprofit organization that is doing amazing, godly work every day across our country to give babies life. Just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, say baby, or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K, sponsored by Preborn. You don't know what you don't know, right? 
but you could on the Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back. We're going to talk about the smoke envelopment of the Northeast and the climate change stuff all around that uh, coming up in the next hour. Also, we'll dive into where does the uh, legal fight that Donald Trump is going through right now, where does that stand? Charges Many, many publications, news outlets are saying charges against Trump are imminent. Um, does that mean days or weeks? We don't know. But there are reports that are conflicting reports right now that he's been told he is a target and even that he should expect an indictment soon. Now, Trump has denied that he expects charges. He has not denied that he is a target. Well, I mean, we all know he's a target. That's why they have this special counsel, right? So uh, anyway, we do have a bunch of pro-pence calls. So I, I, I want to try to create trying to create some balance here. want to hear from some of you on the on the other side of this one. Let's get uh, Nick, another North Carolina call. Nick in North Carolina. I'll be up in your beautiful state this weekend with Carrie's family. Nick, what's going on? Hi, how are you? Good. So I'm uh, definitely pro Pence over Trump because one, he's electable. Trump failed to win the the election last time, and he's got a moral compass, which 
I don't think anyone could say that Trump has a moral compass. All right, Nick, thank you for calling in. Christian in Palm Beach, Florida, also pro-Pence. Christian, does that mean you'll vote for him, or you just like the guy? I like the guy. You have to remember that 96% of the party liked the guy before January 6th. And I've seen Pence speak multiple times, and he was 100% Trump's biggest cheerleader. And January 5th, everyone loved him, and January 6th, everyone hated him. So if we want to beat Joe Biden... We're going to have to go down another road besides Trump. And I think Pence showed during the last four years or his term that he was a great leader. All righty. Thank you so much, Christian. Jeff in Boca Raton, Florida. You've got an interesting idea about what you think the eventual GOP ticket will be. Uh, yes. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. And, and I want to tell you guys first, you do a great job. I, I'm you. so excited to listen to your show every oh, day. We really appreciate uh, that. Thank you. You know, you're, you're doing justice to Rush Limbaugh's legacy. Let me just tell you that. We try um, to serve so his I, audience I, I, every day, sir. Thank you. You know, listen, I think that Pence DeSantis is the winning combination. I, I, I want to say I voted for Trump twice. And if he is eventually the Republican nominee, I'll vote for him again. I'll happily vote for him again. I don't think that he can beat this incompetent president that we have right now. Uh, on the other hand, Mike Pence, he has displayed good character, integrity. He's got experience. And you know what? This can't become Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus uh, this time. Uh, there's too much on, on the line here to lose. And I picture... Pence, DeSantis as a winning combination. They can beat Trump in the primary just the same way that Trump beat up those 17 other Republican candidates in the 2016 primary. It's going to be the opposite this time. You're going to see 15 guys on the stage all ganging up and beating him up, and, and they're going to bruise him up. And, and, and they have a lot of ammunition to do it this time around. Uh, Pence, on the other hand, isn't going to get emotional. He's just going to do the job. He's going to do it with with integrity. He's got experience. And I think DeSantis coming along with him. I I don't think Pence would ever be vice president to DeSantis, but I think DeSantis would be wise to be Pence's vice president if he's asked to be. Interesting. I haven't heard I haven't heard that from anyone else, uh, Christian. Thank you for calling in that that maybe it would be Pence with DeSantis uh, as his VP eventually down the line. One more call here and then we're going to. Uh, switch gears and get into i'll probably get into the the trump legal situation coming up here in a, in a moment and just how uh, how absurd the whole thing is john in vaca vacaville california i get am i close yeah you're close vacaville california yeah hey yeah. uh thanks for taking my call again i want to echo the the last caller thanks for what all you guys are doing uh doing a great job and you are doing a service to our country i, I again that last caller he hit the nail on the head man Pence. Uh, is on the ticket, does a lot of great things for our country. He, I love how he's a Christian first, man. He puts God first, and then, and then country is, is, is his second, right? And that's what we need in this country. Where God has been taken and removed away from this country, and we see it. We see it every single day, especially here in California, man. You, we really see it here in California. It's gone. And with, with Pence coming back and Pence being on that ticket, you have a, a true Christian that believes in the Bible, believes in God, and is going to put Christ first, and is going to seek God. Every single John, day. we got we got to bounce. John, thank you so much, and I totally agree with you. Every time Gavin Newsom appears on TV, I think that there's going to be fire in the background and a little Beelzebub action. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.